0: What up, what up, what up. Welcome back to another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I am Justin Michael. I am your host. Whether you are looking at refinancing your current mortgage or buying a new home, Mike and Virginia Chevalier of Chevalier Mortgage will make the process as simple and smooth as possible. If you've gone through the loan process before and you know you'd rather, I don't know, make a trip to Laramie, go clear the gutters, do a bunch of yard work, root for the Dodgers shoot, even worse route for the Rockies at this point. (laughs) It's it's a tough experience is the point I'm getting at. But if you've ever worked with Mike in Virginia, trust me, they're going to make it smooth, quick, enjoyable. They're some of the best in the business. What separates them from everybody else is Mike is also a certified financial planner and he looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small family-owned company, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. I love that. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com. You can enter to get a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. If you're old school, that's okay. Just give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631.
1: Hold on, Justin, what's with the Twins hat? I'm currently boycotting the Rockies because after 20-something years of misery, I I can't do it anymore. And this is my grandma's favorite team, so I'm I'm taking them
2: in. Lifelong lifelong Minnesota Twins fan. Uh, At the game in 91 and game six when Kirby, you know... Thing and and uh, I mean, remember the parade in '87. What Jack Morris? T- I mean, a huge Twins fan. So we'll take you on the bandwagon. That's fine.
1: I mean, I figured yeah, it we'll makes sense. You. They've lost 18 straight playoff games. The Rockies never win in the playoffs. I might as well like go to a team that
2: that fits me. Yeah, we've at least won two World Series. Like, I mean, we've got you know. So I, yeah, I'll get, I get it. So,
3: <laughs> Justin, you just yeah, scored. We'll
2: Taking anyway. Well done. Yeah. Oh that that's impressive. I didn't know you, you had that in you. I think I have that same lid somewhere. So
1: I found my new game they had, I guess. You know, obviously I think CSU fans still are thinking about the, the Mountain West tournament and, and Wyoming kind of playing spoilers there. I know you don't like to put too much emphasis on that type of stuff. It's a new team, new coach, all that stuff, but are you emphasizing to your guys that they're obviously gonna want to play spoilers?
2: I thought, I thought we might get like three questions in before we just went right, (laughs) right there, like to, to that or whatever. No, no. I mean, I don't think we focus on that. I mean, I, I I think that, you know, we're not, we're not focused on, we're focused on it's Wyoming. It's a rivalry game. Um, They obviously did beat us last year. And to be honest, they outplayed us in two of the three meetings um, that way. And um, I think they're a well-coached team. I think they've got talent, Um, they're obviously playing better. Like, yeah, they got beat, you know, by San Diego state, but they just swept Nevada. Um, I mean, we know this, I mean, we're going to have to go up there and play as well as we've played all season, um, to win Thursday. And then after that, we'll focus on Saturday. But so I think our guys have a, have a real healthy respect for, you know, Wyoming, but I don't think you can get caught up in all that other stuff. If you do, it just, you just don't play the way you need to, and so I think everybody knows what's at stake. But you just got to keep the main thing, the main thing, and that's focus on on Wyoming. It's going to be a very difficult game.
1: You mentioned the sweep over Nevada. You know what specifically jumped out about them, and and how are they playing better in your estimation?
2: Well, you know, I I, I think you, when you, you know you get a new coach, you got a guy they're they're really starting. I think to adapt to a system, they're very very difficult to guard. I mean they're running five out and now four out, you know, more with, uh, with, with EK, you know, getting healthy and playing, but they got a lot of guys who can shoot, who can space the floor. They make threes, they get to the free throw line. Um, they just put you in a lot of really, really difficult decisions. And you can see they're a team that's getting really, really comfortable with each other on the offensive end and they can score. And Like a lot of teams, you know, um, probably young teams and like us, they play better at home too. You know what I mean? They've played better, you know, up there in Laramie and they feel more comfortable. And so um, that's what I'm seeing on, on, on tape and um, they're coming together more and more defensively. Um, but I think they're very, very difficult to guard and they're really starting to get a nice grasp of, I think, what coach Lindsay wants, what coach Linder wants them to do on the offensive end.
1: You know, coming into this year, everybody kind of knew what Wyoming had and Maldonado and Marble and some of these guys, people that have played a lot of minutes. I've been really impressed by Marcus Williams. He's obviously their leading scorer. What jumped out to you about him and his game?
2: He he he's terrific. I mean, he is a bucket getter. I mean, he can he has got an explosive first step. He can score at all three levels. Um, he's a guy that you can tell, you know, um, you know, he's got some of that Isaiah Stevens in him as a young player where he he loves the big moment. Um He is a tremendous talent, you know, and obviously as a freshman, he's been Mountain West player of the week. Um, uh, You know, obviously looks to me like the leader for freshman of the year in our league. And uh, he is a terrific player and a guy who just creates so many problems um, um, for your defense. So yeah, I, I've been really impressed with him and he's a really, really difficult matchup.
3: Miko I talked to uh, uh, David Roddy's uh, old offensive coordinator today in Minnesota. And he, he describes him as a graceful bully.
2: Does that sound about right to you? I, I, I can, I could go with that. I could use that. Like, I think there's some, you know, maybe some, some truth to that. I mean, I think that he people are surprised when they see how big he is and physical, and the more you watch him, how graceful he really is, how light on his feet he is for a guy, his size. And so, you know, that's a good way to, to, to put it. But, um, for a guy that's as big and physical as he is, the thing that I think catches people off guard is how graceful and how light on his feet, how quick off the floor. You know, he really is, and that's what makes him, you know, special athletically. Is is a big guy who has those kind of gifts. But yeah, you could call him a call him a graceful bully. I've never heard of it that way. I don't know what David would say to that, but that's probably probably a good a good analogy. How,
3: how did you talk him out of? Uh maybe going to Laramie and being Wyoming's quarterback and instead coming to
2: play basketball in Fort Collins. Can I say this publicly? I shouldn't say it, but I mean, I don't think that was too difficult. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, don't put the don't right. Don't do that. Like, that's a joke. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't mean that. I like those guys. I do kind of mean it, but I mean, if you had the choice to go play football there or play basketball here, I mean, come on. So, but, but I, I think, I think for him, it was, You know, there's a lot that went into that decision. And I think he definitely was committed to playing quarterback if it was going to be football. And when he looked at his basketball options and football options, I think he just felt a lot better about his basketball options and in the vision that that, you know, had for his career. And I think that that, you know, became clear for him after he finished his football season and started playing basketball.
0: The 55th big game is this weekend. 55, a game this big, deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. To finish off the football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all players a no-brainer of an offer. To celebrate football's finale, DraftKings Sportsbook is doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. That's right. One touchdown, you double your money. Simple as that. Easy as one, two, three. I mean, what do you what, what more what more do you want, people? They're literally giving you free money. As if this game wasn't enough of a reason to party with the double the cash you'll be celebrating till next season. Don't forget about the DraftKings big game prediction challenge with up to fifty-five million dollars in total prizes up for grabs, instant prizes for everybody who enters the contest. DraftKings, they've already paid out seven billion dollars to players since 2012. They know a thing or two about paydays. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to get a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in Sunday's game. That promo code DNVR to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday's season night finale. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older Colorado only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash prediction dash challenge dash DFS for details. Have a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's right. It is border war week for the men's and women's basketball programs. Big time games. uh, NCAA tournament implication for both of these teams. The Rams are favored, but they got to take care of business. I mean, it's it's this is what it's all about. You know, Uh, a rivalry series. Everything's on the line. You know Wyoming's gonna want to play spoilers. You know it. That's why I played that audio earlier. I mean, you knew that Nico Medved wasn't going to, you know, lean into the, yeah, we're pissed about the Mountain West tournament. But I mean, that that loss stung, guys. Like, I was around the team after that. You know, I I saw it in their faces. I mean, I'll never forget, especially like a Adam Thistlewood, man. He was he was heartbroken after that game. And and you can see that he took it personally. And I'm actually gonna play some audio. Uh, from him later that of uh, just some of the stuff that I that I asked him about but it's clear that he's put in a lot of work all these guys have put in a lot of work and they've got a real shot to make March Madness I mean it's it's really going to be a fun time closing down the stretch we're going to have to see what happens with those New Mexico games next week Paul Ware actually did say yesterday that they still intend to play CSU as of now that doesn't really make any sense to me um and and Nico Medved, even he admitted he thinks that there's a, a decent chance that New Mexico is going to opt out. If that happens, they might have to try and add somebody short notice. Who they'd be able to add, we'll just have to see. But for now, we're going to focus on Wyoming, the games at hand. This is big time, guys. This is, a, this is a chance for CSU to pick up. You know, it's not like quad one wins or anything like that, but it's a pair of quality road wins. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because it's going to be hard to win two games up there. Wyoming's going to give them everything they got, and they've got some guys that can really score. I just, you got to win them both. And so I'm just going gonna, gonna to approach this from that, from that mindset. You know, this is a, a big-time opportunity for the Rams to prove themselves. They don't have any bad losses at this point. St. Mary's, the way they lost, that was brutal. But that's a good team. It's not a bad loss per se. And then obviously, you know, Utah State, San Diego State, Boise State, those are all great teams, and you already split with them. As of right now, if they can, if they can win really these, these final nine games, I, I just don't see how you keep them out of the NCAA tournament, whether they win the Mountain West or not. At the moment, CSU sits at 44 and net, really, really solid. I mean, you, you should be comfortably in at that point. I mean, the one thing that makes me slightly concerned is a team that's firmly on the bubble in, in Maryland, and that's a group that I talked about with Kevin Sweeney. They're 37 in net. They're 9-8 and 8 overall. That's not great, but they have four quad one wins, which helps their cause. They've just played a lot of good teams. I mean, that's kind of where the metrics favor a program. You know, out of the Big Ten, it's just if you have a couple of big wins in conference, it's really going to help your cause metric wise and losing to good teams don't hurt you all that bad as long as you don't get absolutely blown out. And so that can kind of make things wonky. But ultimately, what I'm saying is the numbers show that CSU should be an NCAA tournament team at the moment. If they keep winning, it's only going to back that up that much more. We will have to see what happens with New Mexico, but I'm going to focus on Wyoming now because I've just been going in circles it feels like so you know this this Wyoming team is is kind of an interesting group they coming into the season I gave them a lot more respect than I think most people did and part of that is because of how they closed the year I mean they they genuinely played pretty good basketball down the stretch and not just in the Mountain West tournament obviously they upset CSU they upset Nevada in the Mountain West tournament had a nice little run Uh, it was kind of a one of the more interesting storylines of the tournament last year until you know Sam Merrill coming in clutch at the end, you know I I thought they would kind of build off that. They returned Hunter Maldonado. They returned Marble. Those are two really good scores. Marcus Williams, their freshman point guard, he's been amazing. Probably the Mountain West freshman of the year at this point. Um, I mean, they're a team that can score in, in bunches, and and they have you know they've they have a sweep over Nevada. The the thing about them is they've just They've been really up and down. I mean, they average 76.8 points per game. That's not, it's definitely not bad. You know, it ranks 70th out of 347 Division I teams. So, you know, obviously they can score. But aside from, you know, their 93-point game against Nevada, a lot of their high-scoring games were early in the season, you know, against like Texas Southern and you know, Mississippi Valley State, Incarnate Ward, and and programs like that, DU. So, you know, you kind of got to take it with a a grain of salt, I guess is what I'm saying. And even in that win over Nevada, they scored 93 points, but they still gave up 88. And that's kind of been the the struggle for this team. It's just been defense, especially in conference play. They've struggled against the better teams. Boise State and their trip to Laramie beat them by uh, 23 in the first game and 20 in the second game. So really, really dominated them. I don't think CSU should expect to win like that. It's, you know, Wyoming's played quite a bit of basketball since that moment. And just obviously the the context of a rivalry game. You can't ever understate that. I mean, they're going to give CSU everything they have. They have the ability to score. If you get in a shootout, they've got fans, you know, in the stands for them that could give them some extra juice. You just, you never know something wonky could happen. We see it in college basketball all the time. I mean, God, last night, Villanova lost to St. John's Creighton lost. It was just good teams dropping like flies. It it happens. It's hard to win in college basketball. And that was one of the points that Nico Medved drove home. And, you know, I'm not trying to like sell his message or whatever, but he's right. You know, weird stuff can happen. I've been saying that for weeks while talking about this this end stretch. Don't sleep on the on the trip to Wyoming or Nevada. I mean, I know Nevada just got swept by Wyoming, but they can score too. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this Rams team. I think that they have the poise, the maturity. I mean, I definitely think they have the talent. You just hope that something fluky doesn't happen, you know? It it just, you never know in college basketball. You never know. I think if CSU works the post, I think if David Roddy gets a lot of touches, I just, I'm not sure Wyoming is going to be able to stop him from doing what he wants to do. And if you're able to get the offense moving, especially at the top of the key with you know, DT and, and James Moore's and run the pick and roll and free up shooters and open lanes for cutters. I mean, I just, I don't think Wyoming defensively has what it takes to slow down this CSU team. I think they're going to play hard. I think it could be a game where there's kind of just lulls of no scoring because both teams are really playing aggressive defense. I could see a game where there's a lot of fouls called just because it, you know, it gets a little aggressive. Either way. I don't know. I I just CSU. They got to take care of business. Point blank, period. You got to win both these games. If if you don't want to put yourself in a position where you have to win the conference tournament to make March Madness, and at this point you're not in that position, so you want to stay out of it. Sometimes it's not that complicated. This is one of those times. You got to win. You got to win. Is it going to be difficult? Absolutely. It's going to be brutal. It's only the second series you've played with fans since you know last spring. And you could tell that you, that in that Utah State game, it, it made a difference, you know, that it, you know, made an impact in the atmosphere. Now, to, to some extent, and this is what I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there's, one, some, a decent amount of CSU fans up there, but two, I hope that the Wyoming fans, although in, you know, limited capacity, give the Rams some juice themselves by being hostile. I mean, appropriately hostile, obviously, but... That's that's what's fun about a rivalry setting, you know? It's the hate, it's the booze, it's when you make a three on that road court, you get to look at the crowds and you get to see the pain in their eyes. That's what it's all about. That's what sports are all about. And I know these guys are looking forward to it and the players have said it so many times. Like, we we'd play anywhere, you know? We'll play two road games, three road games. When we get fans, it's fun. So I think they're really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually gonna be in the stands tonight with uh, some good friends of mine, Micah and Mike Rowley, it's it's going to be a really good time. I, I I just wanted to kind of see what it's like. You know, I'm going to write about it still, and I'm and I'm going to write on the game too. But I just kind of want to. I, I I know what it's like to sit in press row. It's been a long time since I've sat in the stands. I just kind of want to see what it's like, soak it in. Hopefully, Wyoming fans are responsible about their masks. I'm not trying to catch COVID. But uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a unique article when it's all said and done. And I'm just kind of looking forward to doing something different. All right, I'm going to play some more audio from you talking about this Wyoming game. Uh, this time, I'm going to play some stuff from the players. I already got you that Medved audio. And we're going to keep it rolling. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. Some of our very own staff members at DNVR have even taken classes. Harrison and Allie, they can tell you all about it. The teachers are super engaged and professional. They're extremely responsive to emails, questions, and concerns. Many of them work in the same field so they can give you advice and you know that they know what they're talking about. The course content is highly relevant. And most importantly, at MSU Denver Online, you learn about things that you can use outside of the classroom. At the end of the day, that's what it all is all about. The spring semester starts January 19th, but if you use the promo code DNVR Sports, you do not pay an application fee. That's right when applying. And ask for the application fee, just drop the promo code DNVR Sports in there. It'll be completely free. That is a game changer, guys. Time and time again, the best way to protect yourself against an economic downturn is having an education and being able to, you know, expand into different things and just being, you know, versatile, being flexible. That's what it's all about. You got to adapt, baby. Adapt. Go visit MSU Denver online. Use the promo code DNVR sports and that application fee will be free.
3: Are you guys excited to have a a good number of CSU fans uh, making the trip up and see if they can make a little noise for you guys? Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm I'm expecting to see a decent amount of green out there, for sure. Uh, It'll be fun. Uh, It's a rivalry game. It's a big game. Um, It'll be be some good energy in the gym that day, for sure.
1: Isaiah, I asked Nico about Marcus Williams and, and what kind of stands out about him. And one of the things that he mentioned is that he lives up to the big moment, much like you. You know, when with what you've seen out of, out of him on film, you know, what kind of stands out about Marcus Williams? And are you impressed by the young guard?
3: Uh, he's a really talented offensive player, uh, can score at all three levels, uh, great size, very versatile. Uh, I feel like he's got a really bright future. Uh, he's a Texas kid, so uh, I've seen him before. Uh, don't know him personally, but uh, I've seen him around on the AAU circuit and things like that uh he's definitely got a bright future he'll definitely be uh one of the top players in the conference moving forward
1: Adam you know I don't I don't mean to bring up sore memories or anything but I went back and I and I listened to the post-game audio from the loss to Wyoming after the Mountain West tournament and you know one of the things you told me is that you really wanted to get in the weight room this offseason it seems like that's something you did and do you feel like that's really translated to your defensive your improvement on the defensive end this year
3: I, I appreciate the the
1: compliment
3: there. <laughs> um, you know, definitely. And I think uh a lot of it is, is defense or sorry, is experience too. Um having those two years of being developing on the defensive end. Um but yeah, the weight room's been been great for me. It's uh given me, you know, so much more confidence on both sides of the court. Uh, but yeah.
1: You know, obviously you can't put too much focused into revenge or anything like that because you can easily lose focus. But is that a loss that's still, you know, kind of looming in the back of your guys' mind, something that you'd like to kind of make up for this week?
3: Uh, a little bit for sure. Uh, they ended our season, so that's still a uh, bad taste in our mouth. But at the same time, uh, we're a new team. They're a new team, uh, a lot of new faces, new coaching staff. So uh, I feel like we also got to leave that kind of where it is uh, and come into it with a fresh perspective. Uh, and just be ready to compete. They're going to come with it, uh, but so are we. And I just feel like it's going to be a really competitive game on both ends.
1: You guys have both played in Laramie. You've experienced what it's like. I mean, how hard is it going to be to go up there and win two games in one week?
3: Okay. Oh, man. Uh, It'll be tough, for sure. Uh, It's also some added juices uh, because of the rivalry, the border war. Uh, It's going to be tough. They want to win. They want to continue to uh, improve. Uh, game by game, and we're trying to continue to improve game by game here in February. So uh, we got to go up there with the right mindset that it's going to be a battle, Uh, won't be a cakewalk. And so uh, if we go in there with the right mentality, uh, I like our chances. Plus, I'm going to add to that too. You know, I think that the conference is so strong that it's it's hard to win two games back-to-back, any of these, any of these, I don't know what you call them, home home and homes or whatever it's so hard to win two games two nights in a row um, because the conference is so strong so we just got to take it one game at a time like Zay said and uh, the rest will take care of itself